Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hey, everybody, all you modern lovers, welcome to our radio podcast. Tonight is all about fun. So get out your toys, get ready to play, put on your smile, because we are way too serious about all of it. Tonight's guest is the godfather of fun, and I can't wait to have him share some of his wonderful wisdom and his tips with all of us about making life more fun, and how about maybe making your love life more fun We might even have to talk to Nick about your sex life being more fun. How about that, Nick? Hi. (laughs) Hi. Good evening, Dr. Brenda. Now, give me the correct pronunciation of your last name. I am not going to blow it. (laughs) Giannolis. Giannolis. Not as bad as it looks. That's a beautiful sound, Giannolis. So everybody say hey to Nick Giannolis. And Nick is our godfather of fun. Let me tell you just a little bit more about him. He founded the Fun Department after seeing the enhanced culture and business effects of having fun during his 20-year corporate management tenure with a company that embraced the following motto, work hard, play hard. And that was their culture. So, Nick, what did you learn in 20 years of being a manager when the culture was all about working hard and playing hard? Mm. Yeah, so I was um, fascinated that in a company that was in a very competitive space and industry that we consistently outperformed all of our, our competitors and had an amazing you know, productivity, uh, this work hard, play hard culture, great retention, and it was, again, a, a kind of a tough business in a very competitive space. But I started to think that this play hard part really had something to do with the business results. And I began to research it. And uh, for many years, I participated on a fun activities committee. So I got to really experience it firsthand, designing fun activities in the workplace. And, and people would just rave about it for you know months and years about small things that we did in the workplace. And uh, when I started to research it, I I found a a wealth of data that supported kind of my hypothesis at the time that that this play hard part helped contribute to uh, these business results that we were achieving. Oh, I'll just bet you found research on that. Wow. So everyone make a note. Fun makes you more successful, not less successful. Now, Nick, did this come naturally to you? Was there something in your childhood that made you naturally attracted to fun? What's the story? 
Yeah, no question. I am a, you know, cup overflowing kind of guy, right? So I, you know, I really, you know, embrace life. I I can't really look at it any other way. So I have fun in all aspects of my life and I encourage people to do the same. And and I just thought, you know, what's the alternative of not having fun at work? So I, I also, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I work extremely hard, but I, I, I prioritize and take time for play. And I just, I know how valuable it is. So, um, you know, it, it does come naturally. Playing it, naturally. it forward. Playing it yeah. forward. So first, you know, being a psychologist and a love doctor, I always want to know, was your family a family that played hard? Did you guys have a lot of fun? Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, definitely have it in my genes. My father was an entrepreneur and, and, a, and a work hard, play hard kind of guy. A lot of, you know, great family vacations and outings and fun things together. So, so what was yeah, your big, favorite big outing part. with your family? Um, you know, frequent vacations. We, we you know, vacationed, um, you know, a lot. Uh, together, um, did a lot of example. We want to know what you did that was your favorite. I want a specific example. Oh gosh, yeah. So, so we went to uh, you know really fond memories to Bermuda for you know many years, and you know a little bungalow you know there that our family, even after long after we started to you know leave the house and and and, you know go to different parts of the country, we always would you know would meet up there. Extended family, you know, big fond memories about about those times, and a tight family. We always always stayed together, so um, you know, just lots of of good times together. So good singing, times, dancing, all traveling, that. singing, dancing, playing in the water. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I love to swim. Love athletics. You know, outdoor sports. Um, I'm a mountain biker. Yeah, so love love to embrace the outdoors. All right, see the outdoors, everybody. The outdoors. We've talked about this a little bit, and modern love, being in the outdoors, is so good for us. University of Tokyo even has a bunch of research coming out. Their doctors, instead of giving you anti-anxiety medication and antidepressant medication, give you a prescription for going outside and doing what they call forest bathing so nick there's some more support for your approach i'm in i'm all in cool now in playing it forward in your new book available Mm -hmm. on amazon everybody tell us more about what motivated you to write the book and of course we want you to drop some advice on us great great so for 10 years for a decade we our model was delivering fun in the workplace to be that turnkey solution that companies would uh, retain our services to come in and really help them create a culture. So my first piece of advice is that, you know, fun is not an event, it's a process. And particularly in the workforce where oftentimes people try to motivate employees with a single event, a holiday party, summer picnic, and, you know, think that that's going to do it or achieve the result and and it's it's really a myth that because what employees feel is genuine and real and and natural is fun on a consistent regular basis in small doses hmm. so that's that's our model and formula most of our customers it's 15 so how do you to 30 have fun minutes. on a regular basis in the workplace and mm. if you're an entrepreneur how do you do it maybe you work from home what are some of the things we can do to have more fun and you know as soon as you're done talking about this, you're going to have to 
give us how couples and singles who are looking can have more fun. Sure, sure. I'm I'm prepared for that one. Uh, so 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 we really start with um, uh, part of our science is we we develop this concept that fun is a shared experience. And while we all have fun individually, you know, I like to read and that's fun for me. I like to ride my mountain bike and that may be fun. But the real memorable things that we do are a shared experience, and that's why love is so memorable and great, right? So you're sharing with another person. And in the workplace, you're doing the same. If we can get people to interact and engage with one another, so it's a shared experience. So we start the process that way, identifying things that are in common, that are fun in common for individuals, because it's different for every everybody individually. But we go through an exercise where people determine there's a shared experience. And it might be in a department or a group, uh, you know, of people within a company. But we've done this for two people and, you know, for up to 2,000, and it works every time. And it may be that gardening could be the common theme, and it depends on the group, right? But if if that's the theme, then let's build something So around. the key is that people are going to share an experience that's going mm-hmm. to feel good, and they're going to have great memories. Now, skip right on sure. over to the part about love. Sure. How do we sure. have more fun in our love lives? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I do think the same rules apply, you know, in a lot of cases, right? So, you know, finding those shared experiences, the things that you like to do together. Um, I'm very proud to say I'm engaged to an amazing woman who... Yay! You know, congratulations, is, Nick! Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're very excited. And, and, and we, you know, we work hard and we play hard. So, you know, we have a lot of common interests. We're both entrepreneurs. We both, are, you know, loving parents and you know, families, and love to have fun. So we, you know, paddleboard, we bike together, we, you know, uh, you know lots of outdoor activities. So I, I think it's it's a lot of the same principles that apply to your home life or your work life. And when we're doing these workshops with people, we encourage them, do this, do this with your loved ones, do this with your family. This While we're in a business setting, you know, 99% of the time, yeah, well, you know, the these same principles. Well, what's the craziest fun thing that you do with your fiance, I want to know. Craziest fun thing. Yeah, wow. like, like wow, wow. you almost don't want to tell us. What is it? <laughs> um, so I, I guess, you know, we pack a lot in because we're super busy, but this is crazy cool for us, right? So uh, what's crazy cool for us, most people like to sleep in on the weekends and stuff. We, we go to the, the shore, the beach, and you know, in Avalon, and we'll get up and we'll do, we'll paddleboard in the morning with the dolphins and then take a yoga class on the beach and, you know, go for a bright bike ride all by like 10 o'clock, you know. So wow. that, that's fun and enriching for us, you know. That's really, I don't know how crazy that is, but... Uh, well, it sounds very magical. I love loves, Yeah, and, you know, um, she loves to dance and I love to try to dance, so, um, yeah, so that works, too. So that's, Well, trying that's is a lot of fun, easy. trying to dance. I can just imagine. <laughs> so for those who are single and who are looking, what's the best way to incorporate fun into dating? Well, well again, I, I think uh, finding, you know, a common interest or something, and I'm going to use an example because a lot of people – 
you know, go to, you know, the, the same places, right? So they'll go to a bar to meet somebody. And, it, you know, it's not likely or you know, your, ch- your chances are all that great. But so say you do like the outdoors and you like athletics. I used to go to, um, I would volunteer for a, you know, like a marathon, you know, local marathon. And I would be at a water stop, you know, and I would participate there and there. I'd find people who were interested in athletics or interested in volunteering. So they're probably, you know, good people. They're there volunteering their time for, you know, good cause. And so to me, that was a healthy, fun thing to do and meeting people that I was, I was more likely to have something in common with. Uh Uh-huh. I like it. So people like the outdoors get out there and do something now, even if you aren't necessarily an outdoors person, because I know we have a lot of our listeners who live in cities, and the urban mm-hmm. lifestyle is more to your liking, but, you know, there are volunteer opportunities, opportunities everywhere. everywhere. You can volunteer for a cleanup day, you know, in the city or in the parks mm-hmm. or volunteer at schools. So I love that idea, Nick, because you're giving back, at the same mm-hmm. time, you're out there meeting other people with big hearts, and is yeah, that the kind of person we all want to be with? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the things that you talk about in your book, and I really was very excited to see this, you talk about how emotional intelligence is mm-hmm. related to fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's there's a bit of a cultural revolution that's occurring in the workplace. Now, for those who don't know what EQ or emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. you know, they're different kinds of intelligence. We have what we call head smart, and that's what mm-hmm. we usually think of as intelligence. Some people are street smart. Some are art smart. Some are language smart. And then when we say EQ, we're looking at people who are heart smart. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. for it, Nick. Yeah, so, and and these are things that in the past were recognized as soft skills in business and and really largely ignored. And what what people are realizing now and all the data is showing that these are real things that drive, you know, behavior and, and, and influence. So describe some you know, of those soft skills, would you please, for those who aren't uh, vetted yet, but they will be by the time we're done. In- yeah. Yeah, so so fun is certainly one of those, right? That's that's the component of emotional intelligence. And again, uh, it was you know largely dismissed over the years. You know, people just say just work hard, work hard, work hard. And what they were missing is that people naturally, you know, crave you know fun. They crave connection. They crave you know crave um, you know interaction with with people. So you know, we were trying to stifle some very natural things. People mm. naturally want love. They naturally, you know, want attention. So in in a lot of the movements that are happening today, the companies are recognizing this and, and providing, you know, those outlets or opportunities for their employees. And what they're finding is that the, these people are, you know, much healthier, much happier, and much more productive. So oh, it totally makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, instead of trying to turn people into robots, how about right. letting people be people? <laughs> it's always made great sense to me. You know, I, I think it's it just is what feels natural. So yeah. any anytime someone's trying to tell me something, you know, other than that, I just it doesn't resonate. So 
I, right, I now, really for people, do let me just say this real quick, Nick. For those uh-huh. of you who have questions for Nick, the godfather of fun, you can call us at 347-989-0776. That's 989-0776 and prefix 347. Or hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade. Tweet us, Dr. Brenda Wade. We want to hear from you. What are your questions about emotional intelligence, so-called soft skills, and how that relates to having more fun in your life, especially your love life? We want to hear from you. Go ahead, Nick. Sure. And and now those soft skills are being recognized as impact skills, right? So they, these are things that... The, we call the enlightened leaders of the day because it all starts with leadership. If a, a leader of a company, you know, recognizes the value in these things and and um, allows, you know, employees to, um, you know, engage or participate in programs or things that uh, revolve around emotional intelligence, then so soft skills really are now starts. called impact skills impact. because they have more impact on success. Is that what you mean? Correct, correct. Interesting. Yeah. So describe what a good leader with a good set of soft skills would be doing. What would be different? So most of the companies that we engage with are already what we call these self-actualized companies. They're great companies that already do a lot of good things for their employees. So they have a very rich employee benefit program. They recognize flexibility in the work schedule, schedule is important you know, especially for families, um, but everybody needs, you know, their, their personal time. They're liberal with vacation. So they recognize that people, you know, have a life outside of, outside of work and, and will allow time for recess, like fun, right? A little, you know, 15-minute break, you know, a couple times a month. They, they recognize that as a good thing, healthy in the workplace. They're probably also promoting healthy, you know, eating. We have, we have a, uh, a customer who has a policy that there's no emails after five o'clock or on weekends and none before eight o'clock in the morning. There's, you know, it's a, it's a policy. So they're recognizing that people need, you know, their own time, their own, um, you know, space and, uh, and they'll come back being healthier, more productive, happier workers. So yeah, yeah, because when people get to rest, you know, I just have to toss this in. Mm-hmm. You know, we I've been teaching a seminar series about whether you're dateable or mateable. And mm-hmm. one of the things is when you're stressed out, you're not dateable or mateable because you're right. a cranky sourpuss and nobody right. wants to be around you when you're stressed. So what you're talking about really, Nick, is the antidote to being stressed out. Yeah, yeah, and you, you, I'm sure you've probably heard, and I think agreed, Dr. Brenda, that um, you know most people, you know, who can't shut it off, you know, it, then it's really hard to engage in your personal life. And you know, I just heard something uh, from someone recently that you know the bedroom should be the sanctuary for uh, for sleep and for sex. There's no emailing. There's no, you know. Um, you know, work that should go on in the bedroom, and and sometimes I'm I'm doing the same. Right, my phone is closed. Turn off that television too, because right, there's correct. research that shows you're going to have 
more sexual pleasure and encounters when you turn off the TV. Right. And a lot of people, ah, we'll just lie in bed and watch television. That will kill the buzz, kill the buzz. Yeah. So they're all interrelated, you know. I think the same, a lot of the same rules apply at work as they do at home. Yeah, your work. <laughs> I was just going to tease you about that. Your work life should be your sanctuary so that you have more pleasure at work as well as at home. And we're not necessarily meaning sex at work, all you people with those dirty minds. All right, moving on. We have a question here, Nick, our first question. Okay, I am feeling, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Is fun Mm -hmm. something that's going to help me? Mm -hmm. So I I think humor and fun is, is certainly shown to to help you know help uh, people with with depression or you know can can be a mood changer for sure for you know for people so um you know I encourage people to you know think of the of the positive things and 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 do something that you really like or enjoy and uh or engage with you know a friend or coworker or somebody who um who makes you happy you know that yeah. you know yeah. I think I'm sometimes it takes some work do that yes. yeah yes nick because we know that isolation breeds depression mm-hmm. but when people mm-hmm. are depressed they feel like isolating whereas if you push yourself to do what nick just said which is get engaged with somebody go do something with a coworker or a friend just break up that isolation pattern and go see a funny movie there are so many books <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. Laugh your way to health. Laugh mm-hmm. your way to joy. There are all these books out there on how laughter is good. Did you know, Nick, there's even what's called laughing yoga? Sure, yeah. there's yes. qigong that opens the heart, and all that qigong is, okay, you're going to think I've lost my mind, but here we go. It's he, 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 ha, ha, yeah. ha, 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 and that's all you do. You just... Make those noises, he 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 ha 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 ho ho ho, and before you know it, you're bouncing your belly, which stimulates a whole lot of great hormones that make you feel good. Yeah, it really works. I mean, you really do feel good. You feel relaxed. You feel comfortable. So, yeah, laughter so, is is medicine. It's great. Yeah. Speaking of laughing, Nick, how does laughter come into fun? Do you do you tell jokes? What do you do? And by the way, to our friend who just wrote in about feeling depressed, there mm-hmm. are levels of depressed. If you think you're on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 is I'm ready to go, you know, do something terrible. If you're above a 6, then for God's sake, please, 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 I'm over here begging you, get some help. Get some help. Laughter will help you feel better. But if you're seriously depressed and your brain is broke, on neurotransmitters, we've got to do some other things to help you feel good. So please, you can send an email to us at love at docway.com, and we'll definitely hook you up with resources, okay? But thanks very much for the question. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, so, you know, laughter is usually part of something that that we do or we're involved in. It's, it's not, um, it, you know, necessarily our you know, desired outcome, it's usually a byproduct of what we're, what we're doing. So when we engage people in a shared experience, something that they, you know, they all enjoy and they like, 
and the way we we orchestrate it, which is usually um, you know some some little mild you know maybe competition or something that they you know a, a game or something easy that they can uh, involve themselves with. There's usually laughter that takes place. Um, you know, so that that's more a byproduct of of what we do. Yeah, and rather then, than, okay. Let me just get this question in really quickly. I'm a type triple A personality. It's mm-hmm, very hard mm-hmm. for me to stop work and to have fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me some advice. Yeah, so uh, it's often a barrier to fun in the workplace where um, people will often say, um, you know, we really don't have time for fun. And we we are very conscious about that, and everything we design is is to be respective of, of business interruption, right? We We know that people can't afford to shut down their business. But what about if you have a regularly scheduled meeting, say once a month, most people do, um, some type of group meeting, usually disseminating some pretty, you know, sometimes boring information, but in any event, they're, you know, trying to get together for a meeting, might last a couple hours. Is there five minutes of that meeting? Is there 10 minutes of that meeting that we could devote to a fun activity? could be as simple as a video. Videos are awesome. They're one of the things we recommend. We have, you know, a whole bank of videos that we recommend everything from motivational to inspirational to serene depending on the mood but you know if you're going to start a a meeting play a five-minute video from youtube what about comedy have you got comedy comedy of course of course right so so depending on you know the theme or um the tone of, of of the meeting or what you're trying to accomplish there's videos that are very impactful where you don't have to facilitate it. There doesn't have to be someone in the room orchestrating. You literally push a button, and and what you'll find is that people will really, you know, naturally gravitate towards towards that. Right? It's hard not yeah. to like a funny video. And, you know, one of the things. Let me just throw in just this teensy weensy little bit of science. Mm-hmm. I know you know this already, Nick. But mm-hmm. when we laugh, the reason it's so good for us is that we stimulate the production of endorphins in the Mm -hmm. brain, and those make us feel good, and that stimulates the production of serotonin in the brain, and that's the thing that makes us have a stable, happy mood, everybody. So if you're not having your quotient of fun, then the fun doctor here, you got the love doctor and the fun doctor, we're going to double team you. Absolutely. I love that godfather of fun. That always makes me think of James Brown. <laughs> well, actually that's where it came from, Dr. Brenda. Yeah. So most people think it's the you know, the godfather or mafioso type. So I won a James Brown dance competition in my early twenties. Get out. I, I barely remember it, but you, you know do that's the splits? Well, you know, not so much anymore, but on a good night it could happen. So uh, yeah, that's where it comes from. It's the it's it's James Brown Godfather of Soul. And can you do that famous James Brown whoop? Yeah, I'm going to try to bust it all out for all right. for my wedding, so I'm practicing. <gasps> oh, does your bride know you're going to bust it out at the wedding? Or is this a she surprise? doesn't. It's our secret. Okay. Well, about 50,000 people now know your secret, so please don't anybody, if you know Nick and his fiance, do not blow it. Is there going to be a purple silk cake involved in this, Nick? Yes. 
Oh, my God. You have to send us the pictures. We'll put them up on Facebook after the wedding. (laughs) Love it. Love it. (laughs) That's going to be way, way, way too much fun. Now, for all of those who want your best, best, best advice on something Mm -hmm. they could do tonight that Mm -hmm. would be fun and spice it up in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. what is your best advice? Best advice, boy, I, you know, so, yeah, shut off all electronic advice, devices. That's, you know, that's my, first, no my first piece of advice. unless they're the other kind. Yeah, that's right. And then, and so, and candles are magical, right? Ooh, so, okay. you know, candles always, you know, set the mood. And um, and then both pick your favorite uh, evening attire, bedtime attire, you know. And, yeah, so that, that would be formula that seems to work all the time. Okay, so candles, your favorite bedtime attire, and save the silk cape for another time? Or <laughs> <laughs> I You can bust it, it out. If, yeah. All right, you're going to bust it out if you really, really want to. Nick gives you permission. Because what if that's your favorite bedtime attire, Nick? Come on. All right, now who is your favorite comedian? Oh gosh, favorite comedian. That's a that's a tough one. Um, whew, um gosh, I was just watching, uh, you know, a, a movie with um, Will Farrell. You know, if, you know, so I, you know, he comes he comes to mind. Um, you know, Jimmy Fallon. I love Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. There's I, I love them all. There's some anybody who makes me laugh is you know. Uh, now, is that an activity for a couple? Because I know I used to do more dates going to comedy clubs because I just love, 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 love going to comedy clubs and laughing my head off. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, me too. I mean, it's a, it's a great date. I, I will give some other advice, though. Don't sit in the hot seat. That's not a good date. I, I had a, a date that went horribly wrong as a result of sitting in the hot seat. So know that when there's only two seats available in the house and they're right up front, um, don't sit in those seats. <laughs> <laughs> what happened on that date? Come on, Phil. Oh, yeah, just just kind of started with, uh, you know, on the wrong foot where it was a first date and, you know, immediately the the you know the comedian went right to us and said okay so what's going on here first date you guys you know having sex what's going on oh, uh, you know what she, wow. she doesn't you know she doesn't talk she can't even tell me her name and i said it's stacy and she said no it's tracy <gasps> and that just gave him all of the material that he oh, needed to ouch. crush us for the night ouch. yeah so yeah oh, <laughs> so my avoid God. the hot seats Oh, my God. I feel for you, Nick. There was no way to recover from that, was there? No, no. I, I didn't uh, but recover Stacey, well. nay, Tracy, never wanted to speak to you again. <laughs> uh, we're we're still friends. We can laugh about it now. O-M-G. <laughs> and in front of all these people, you got her name wrong. Okay, moving right. on. All right, we're going to wrap it up in just a minute. We have one question. Oh. Mm-hmm. You guys are sending some hard questions to Nick tonight. So this one is from a couple that says, our relationship is not going well. One of us thinks we need more fun, and one of us thinks we actually need to buckle down and work harder. Who's right? Mm. So I'm not a relationship coach, but I would say that, you know, a healthy work-life balance is, is what I would recommend, right? So there's, there's time for work and there's time for play. 
Well, and, I am and I your relationship you... coach, so let me just back Nick up. <laughs> you can you take do that need one. balance, and you absolutely need time to play. So you didn't say which one of you is the one who thinks working harder is the key. So I'm guessing there's probably some stress involved there around money. And this is going to sound completely crazy, but I think Nick, our godfather of fun, is on to something when he says laugh and play. Play your way to success. That's what we're talking about tonight. Because when you're relaxed and playful, your creativity is higher than at any other time. I was recently visiting the campus of a certain very famous tech company, and starts with a G. You guys use it all the time. (laughs) They've got pool tables and bicycles and and I, I can't even name all the ways that you can play and have fun there. It was the most fun workplace I've ever visited. And they encourage people. They've got like four gyms, work out, have fun, eat, have snacks, sit around, talk. Why? Because they know you're going to be more creative. That's how they're going to get the best ideas. So look at fun exactly as the godfather of fun, author of Playing It Forward, Nick, I'm going to say it right, Janulis. Yes, perfect. Nick Janulis is saying tonight, come on, everybody, lighten up. Let's have more fun in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, on dates, if you're single and looking, and if you're in the workplace. There's room everywhere for fun. Yes or yes, Nick? Absolutely. Now, the last thing, you have this comment that there's a higher ROI on fun in the workplace. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, out of the top 100 companies that um, the Fortune's uh, 100 top companies, 81% report a fun workplace environment. And out of those companies, they typically outperform their competitors by 300% on average. Whoa. So that's that's some hefty numbers, and it it just works. And I you know I I started this company on a hunch, you know, that, that a belief that it worked because intuitively it felt right to me. And now, you know, this, this data is just overwhelming, uh, in, you know, supporting it. So it works. And again, I just, I point to the alternative, not having fun. I just, I don't even think that's an alternative. So, you know, do simple, little, easy things that make your life like at work What's and at home. What's a simple, easy, little thing? Give us the last so, one before we start. You know, on. there's there's simple things and you know, a little tip might be, you know, go to calendar initiatives and, and there there's a or you know, Google that and there will be a holiday for every almost every day of the you know, the the year. So the other this week in particular is um, National Smile Week. So why couldn't you at the office just do something like Hey, it, it, you know, we're gonna have a little contest here. Who can, you know, who smiles the most in our office? And, you know, just that, doing that for a day or a week, um, and you don't have to be formally counting every smile and all that. But, or it's, a, it was also the other day, National Left-Handed Day. So change it up and do everything with your right hand, or if you're a righty, do everything with your left. Like these little simple things that, um, you know really just give some levity to the day. So they don't all have to be big production 
parties, team building things. They can be little things that establish this culture of playfulness at, at the office. So starting cool. start I love it. Well, Nick, I wish we had more time right now to hear from the Godfather Fund. Let me tell you how you can get your dose of fun. Go to triple dub dot the fun department and that's D E P T the Fun D E P T dot com. And the book is Playing It Forward by Nick Janulis. Nick, what a pleasure. It was so much, dare I say, fun having you tonight. <laughs> Thank you, on Dr. Show. Brenda. I know I know you have the fun, Gene. I can tell right away. So it's been a pleasure and an honor to be on your show. Thank you. And everyone stay tuned. And remember, I have a special gift for you every single month. We do one free live teleseminar on modern love, and we tackle a very specific love issue every month. Last month was, are you sabotaging your love life? This month, it's put your stress to rest, because remember, you are not dateable or mateable when you're stressed. And next month, we have a very hot topic. All of you want to jump on this one, but I'm not going to unveil it. You've got to check it out. Go to our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, send us an email at love at docwade.com or go to drbrendawade.com because the whole month of October we will unveil with this month. It's put your stress to rest. Coming up, coming up, we have Dondi Dolan who's going to talk to us next week about the five elements of love. All right, everyone, thank you to our brilliant producer, LeGrand Green, and our wonderful associate producer, Cliff Dunning. And blessings and lots of love to all of you.